I'm Adam. I'm Drew. I'm John. And I'm Nick. And you are listening to the Hour Guys. Our evergreen <laughs> library of everything. Here in the percolator. No, the prefatorium. What do we do in the prefatorium? Who knows? We talk about show matters, and we talk about comments. Are you drinking comments. my job right now? You, 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 have, you have extra toasty things in your mouth right well, now. Got and, and to be fair, and to be fair, when he asked the question, Adam, you said, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> speak, Pooba, speak. All right. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. Um... We are here in the Preparatorium, where we talk about show matters and read a plethora of comments every single week. Do we have any show matters, gentlemen? Um, I don't think so. No, everything's perfect. Yeah. John? All right, cool. Moving right along. Then I get to ask the, my favorite question I ask every week. Hey, John, do you have any comments? A smattering? Ooh, a smattering. A murder, a murder well, of comments. A murder of comments, even better. A creep of comments. A ga- Adam Gaggle. A pod. A plethora. Uh, he said we have a plethora every week. <laughs> it depends so on your definition that. of a plethora, I suppose. Would you say I have Some a might call this a plethora. I, I would not. I would I would not. Um, uh, well, John, I, what is a plethora? I'll let you guys determine. Why don't I read the comments, and then at the end of the comments, you can evaluate whether you think it's a plethora or not. We can keep quoting. Uh, I like that idea. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, in the ongoing saga of who is King Creeper, <laughs> <laughs> we got a comment in response uh, from Mike Westfall. Mike Westfall. Yeah. Who, uh, in, uh, I believe this is directed at Faces slash Azrael slash Kid Creeper, uh, Mike says... Wait, they're all the same person? Uh, Presumably. I don't think so. That's weird. Well, I'm just saying that in, in directed at, at any one of them who wants to receive it. Okay. Oh. Uh, Mike says, I said you can be the new King Creeper. The actual bestowing of titles is out of my jurisdiction. Mm. Very good. Yeah. Mm. I will consider that issue settled and move us right into comments on uh, <laughs> well, last wait, episode. Wait. Oh. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. Comments on the last episode of The Percolator. Uh, this comment also comes from Mike. Uh, now, this is uh, in response to our discussion about WrestleMania 36 and the uh, amazing spectacle that it was. Mike says the Undertaker, quote unquote, retired at WrestleMania 33, a match I witnessed live and literally fell asleep during. <laughs> <laughs> wow, amazing! Uh, but to be fair, that WrestleMania and several before should have also been too big for one night. Oh yeah, he says. Uh, then John Cena called him out at WrestleMania 34 and got quickly squashed. I watched that one; uh, it was not entertaining. Uh, was that you, John, saying that, or was that Mike saying that? That was me saying that. 
And I did not fall asleep, but that was only because it was about a two-minute match. Uh, Mike says, between then and the Boneyard, he's only shown up in Saudi Arabia because money. (laughs) So I guess you could say that he has been in retirement throughout this time. I thought thought he showed up. Oh, the Boneyard was the most recent. Yes. Yeah, that was a couple weeks ago. Okay. Other than WrestleMania 34 against John Cena and Saudi Arabia, which is, I guess, not in continuity, but sort of is in continuity. Um, He has been retired. Okay. Uh, Now, I have a few comments here to read on uh, in response to our episode on Malls Redux. And Mm -hmm. uh, the first one comes from Kid Creeper Faces Azrael. They all got together. All together. Yeah, this was a combo comment. Uh, it was not in response to the thing you just said. Malls are pretty cool. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, malls are pretty cool. I remember my parents taking me to a mall. Now this is <laughs> so. This is interesting. Oh no! The first clause in this sentence says, "I remember my parents (plural) taking me to a mall." The second clause says. And she said that I could get a soda. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait. I am I am picturing this as the narration from a Mad Max movie, and this is in <laughs> the distant uh, yeah. future, <laughs> where he is telling his tribe, I remember my parents taking me to a mall. <laughs> and she let me. <laughs> she said I could get a soda. Long story short, the mall got torn down, and I went sodaless. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. This still fits was... your, your narrative, Nick, as far yes, as... Yes, <laughs> perfectly. Also, also, this is good. This is important. I think we've been wondering about this. FYI, I am not commenting on deep dives or the percolator. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry. There was a breakup there. I couldn't hear it. But to get back to what he was saying before... Um, I want to know if they ordered, if she, I'm sorry, if she ordered she the soda. She ordered the soda. Yeah. And then the mall was and torn then, down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Could I get a Sprite wrecking ball? <laughs> uh, he says, wow. I do listen to the episodes. Okay, we have confirmation. Now, this, this is going to be something interesting. This might be the first ever uh, proposal in the comments. He I says, know. "I propose something." Oh, I think we're all married. Yeah. I propose <laughs> that once during an episode near the start, because your soothing voice, your soothing voices help me sleep. You say something to prove that I am really listening to the episode, and how oh. dare you think that I'm not listening? Now, <laughs> why does it, why should it be near the start? Yeah. Uh, Clearly, he doesn't want to put the work in. How dare you think that I'm not listening? It's 1.58 a.m., and I'm going to bed now. Good night, Kelly. <laughs> Comment streak 10. Oh, man. P.S. I... P.S. Nine year ago, Drew, I didn't know. Adam wasn't old and didn't have gray hair, and we could go outside without rolling the dice. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? I think that just goes back to the Mad Max thing. Nine years ago, yeah. his uh, parents uh, said he could order a soda. Well, and he might then... be writing to us 
from the future. From That's the future. A good point. Yeah. Time traveling King Creeper? Maybe. Uh, by that no, time, he and, probably is King Creeper. To, uh, oh, to... that's why he's so upset about it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, now he's Kid Creeper. Oh, you see time going in that in direction. The All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, so he said nine year ago, Drew didn't know? Nine year ago, Drew, I didn't know. <laughs> Does he mean he didn't know I me? I think that's what he means. But Maybe he doesn't remember. Because he did. Because he definitely did. Yes, I've known you for 15 years or so. Yeah, maybe there was a gap. If he's coming to us from nine years in the future, mm. maybe he's maybe saying like, or or like thirty years in the future. Yeah, yeah. And Drew is dead in... by that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's in our seventies. Good lord. Hey, the seventies. All oh, right. Oh man, that music. Yeah. Woo. That music. That's worth it. Um, That's worth being dead. So here's, I do appreciate. His proposal, but yeah. I think we'll go ahead and insert the Kid Creeper specific comment somewhere. You know, we, yeah. we won't. Yeah, Not even random. in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, but I guess we need to agree on sort of what that comment is. I mean, I think I think there should be a password. A safe uh, word. You know, it could just be something organic, like something comes up, and we're like, "Hey, that would be a good thing to yeah, repeat." Okay. If yeah. uh, if you're listening, I feel like I did that in the last episode. Well, let's give him another chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can I also? Um, this is not a comment per se. I guess maybe it's our first ever observation. Mm. <laughs> Wow. Of, this is a milestone. Possible, not a possible first tonight. <laughs> and it <laughs> and it comes straight from uh, our archive host Adam Juritich. Oh, what I do? Um, and let me find it here. He says uh, at ten fifty-two p.m. last night. All right. Xavier is downstairs Wait, Xavier? right now. Well. Kid Creeper is downstairs right now playing Minecraft with (laughs) who knows who online and talking up the archive and how great it is. It's kind of heartwarming. So Okay, so that's that's... what he needs to repeat to us in his comment. (laughs) No. (laughs) That was the sign? That was the That wasn't it. I'm just saying that that's a you know, a great thing to hear. I'm glad that uh, I mean he's sort of our our official street team at this point. I Absolutely, so. I was fine. We should get him some stickers, some yeah. swag. Yeah, I put that in the chat and nobody responded to it. And I was like, eh, oh well. I guess. Well, well I was waiting to... saving for now. Oh, saving right. for the yeah, show. Right. That, that's a good. That's a good response. I actually was saving it I, for the show. I, believe you. <laughs> I like the street team idea. I think we should assign him our social media address. Street. I love street it. Creeper. Oh, I like that too. Street Creeper, yeah. Street cre- Creeper, yeah, that's great. And that won't get him into any trouble, that's <laughs> I mean, nor will Kid Creeper, no. <laughs> okay, so Kid Creeper, if you're listening, which it's, you know, we don't still know early. if you actually are. Yeah, it's still early to tell. We'll find out. Um, Maybe. Listen out in this episode. At some point, randomly, we're going to, you know, have a prompt for you and 
it will require you to in somehow somehow respond to it in the next in your next comment. And hey, uh, other listeners, if you want to try to take the uh, mantle, feel free to beat them to it. Ooh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> good, good. That's great. If anyone, if, if any listener gets the prompt before Kid Creeper does, then he uh, at least for that he week loses out that time. Yeah. yeah, he's no longer Kid Creeper, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Any other, any other comments? Yeah, we got two more comments. Oh my gosh, here we go. These are both on the Mall's Redux. This first one comes from Mike. He says, one, I've mentioned this before, but it also bears reduxing. I grew up near one of <laughs> only three other Exilorama locations. Mine was in Voorhees, New Jersey, but was only Whoa. open from 1992 to 1996. It included laser tag, an indoor roller coaster, and what I remember being a very large play maze. But I was a short kid, so it probably wasn't that huge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now reading that section of the mall. I'm now reading that section of the mall was demolished to add more parking. The mall is now home to a new arcade slash kids party place called Tilt. But from what I can tell, it's not related to the Tilt you mentioned. Just a weird coincidence. Huh. Uh, wow. Number two, my wife worked at a Natural Wonders in college. Her dad still yes. has a rain stick. Yes. Nice. <laughs> I got to clarify, it wasn't actually a National Wonder, but uh, it was close enough. Right. I mean, it was probably a similar. Well, but we did, we did, we did discuss Natural Wonder we did, briefly. We did. We did. It's Natural Wonders, plural. It is. Sorry. It is. It is. Number three, Adam. There was a game called Time Killers. It was a Mortal Kombat <gasps> ripoff featuring yes. warriors from different time periods. Yes, I knew hey. it. I knew it. Instead of end-of-round fatalities, you could potentially decapitate and instantly kill players at any point during a round. <laughs> I loved that wow. game. That was a great game. I don't remember that at all. I don't I either, don't, but I'm intrigued. Well, i got to put this bad yeah, boy in the too. show notes. Yeah, we'll see if we can find it. Uh, and the last comment this week comes from Ashley. <gasps> yes. Queen Creeper herself says... I spent most Fridays of my eighth grade year, this is 97 to 98, at Crestwood Mall. It was the place to go, and we just wandered around for a couple of hours with no real goal. I think that was pretty much uh, everyone's yeah. experience. We'd dress up uh, like little... I was picking up chicks. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, fair had enough. Yeah. You had an agenda. <laughs> I was yeah. stealing <laughs> things. Thank you. <laughs> I got my well. <laughs> and then heaving. <laughs> <laughs> I was dry heaving. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, she says we dress up like little goth kids or put on our wide leg jeans and felt like the Ooh. coolest people on the planet. You were. Yeah, yeah you were. Absolutely. You were. Still are. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I purchased uh, at least three or four pair of wide leg jeans at Crestwood Mall. Um, <laughs> I never got that whole thing. It was to- totally uh, beyond one, me. I stayed away from that one. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> he says oh as God. he sweeps Nick, his white still, legs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he says as he emerges. He's got from Angie one of his cradled own. in one of his <laughs> legs. <laughs> Jankos, oh those, those things are called. Jinkos. Jinkos. Yeah. Yes, dear Lord. 
I just did not get it. Uh, let's see. I eventually ended up working in a couple malls toward the end of my retail career. The first mall job was in a tchotchke shop at the St. Louis Mills Mall. We forgot to name the St. Louis Mills Mall. No, we didn't. Our... We, we mentioned it. I don't I don't think so. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, don't I think, think actually, John, you're the one that said it. Uh, no, I definitely did not say that. Well, then maybe it was John. Uh, <laughs> maybe it was John. <laughs> but if it wasn't him, it was probably John. It was probably John. Uh... I guess at this tchotchke shop, they sold glass figurines and replica swords and weaponry. I don't remember much yes. about working there other than having to dust the figurines and buying <laughs> <laughs> and buying a Lord of the Rings replica sword and a couple of daggers for my then boyfriend. The owner was uh -oh, a racist. Drew. Competition. I know. I know. <laughs> Competition. <laughs> you married somebody that dated somebody else? Uh, yeah. Jeez Louise. Uh, the owner was a racist, so I didn't stay there very long. At the time, the mall was brand new and very odd. I think they were going for an outdoor carnival pavilion-type vibe, but all enclosed. It went down fast. I uh, will add in here that I absolutely remember when the Mills Mall opened, and it had this weird uh, vibe. They were like neighborhoods or yeah. districts or something. Like Every corner had its own like neighborhood, and it would be like a different color scheme than the rest of the mall. Uh, I also didn't really get it, and the place was like so far away, and there wasn't really. I think at the time maybe they had an ice rink, and then like later they added a skate park and a couple of other things, but there really wasn't anything. They didn't have that many stores, was, and was that the one that like it was? Once you like tried to leave, it was like impossible to get out of it. Like there was like seemingly one exit yes. from the parking lot. Oh you had, like, yeah, drive all the way around, and, like loop around it, and then you finally find yeah. a way out. Yeah, yeah, there was one access road into it. Yeah, that's still true. I think um, yeah. I don't know what it is now. It was, it, it it was closed for a little while and then reopened, or or it got near death and then it didn't. I think quite I ran, down. I think I ran a five k around it. Really, a few years ago. Yeah. Oh. That's right. That's that's the one that I ran a 12k around <laughs> <laughs> while picking up chicks <laughs> and in your wide-legged jeans. Yeah, it was actually just the 5k, but he did 12 to like make fun of me. Uh, Ashley says my other mall job was at the only mall in Columbia, uh, Missouri. I worked at the savvy formal wear fitting men for tuxedos and harassing David's bridal brides via phone. I was on the assistant manager track, but during one shift, I got the call that I'd been offered a design job that actually used my degree. I put in my two weeks right after I got off the phone. Most awkward shift ever. Oh, I that. <laughs> nice move. Yeah. All that to say, it's pretty sad that malls are pretty much dead, and I'm glad I lived in a time where I got to loiter in them and only spend money at Auntie Anne's. Mm. Nice. Yum. Great comment. Great comments all around. Thank yes. you. Well, what does the Poobah think about those comments? Uh, these are great this week. These are absolutely phenomenal. Does um, it constitute a plethora? Uh, yes. I will, I will grant the title of plethora upon these comments this week. Well done. <laughs> All oh, right. What a banner Hooray. day. He's no liar. <laughs> but he plays one. I play it well. 
can we get some liar music to take us into the archive proper? That's a great idea. <laughs> archive liar theme. Here we go. We're here in the archive proper, and this week we're talking about Nick Nick Maine. Maybe we should call him Nick Mail this Ooh, week because good, good people he, call uh, me that. Mail Maine. He's gonna <laughs> Mail Maine. He's gonna be the Mail Maine today. Exactly. <laughs> and he's gonna be stewarding us in a discussion about mail. So Nick, what do you got for us? Uh. <laughs> 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 I didn't know those were the rules, but no. okay. Right. So, in all seriousness, uh, Nick suggested mail as our topic. We have not discussed it before, and I, we've, I like we've talked this. about females, but yeah, we we've, we've done an episode on. <laughs> we should do that. How do you know it's a mail plane? Um, one thing I've noticed uh, about you know females, females callback right there. <laughs> Um, what are your best memories of females? <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> I like, so I like this topic because I feel like it's a great, it's wide open. There's lots of different ways we could go. We haven't, I don't know about you guys. I didn't prepare at all. No, we have no agenda. <clears throat> and we never do. No. There's the archive has no agenda. It is. Um, a political is agenda, a, uh, yeah. agenda agnostic. Yeah, it's fiercely liberal, but it's <laughs> eh, <a> moderate. no agenda. <laughs> of course, Adam would yeah. oppose that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, his views tend to skew us a certain right. Direction. Yeah, he was really yeah, pissed when we started out. talking about females. Yeah, he was. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, what's oh, your best memory have, of mail? That, uh, that Civil War music in the background. We're talking about Why? writing letters, mail, you know? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dearest but, Martha. Yeah, what was what was the earliest letter? You'll <laughs> 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 be talking. No, the, the whole, the whole point is ruined if you don't talk yeah, over it. <laughs> We should do the history of mail. <laughs> oh, that's not a bad idea. You want to say that again? Um, Does anybody know the history of mail? No, let's not do that. Um, <laughs> in all seriousness, I think as a kid, and even today, getting mail was like such a fantastic occurrence. Like this um, real, today? Real mail. Well, well, real mail. He, I think Drew is saying if you have... An envelope and it's handwritten. Yes, it's got your name on it. Yeah, um, maybe it has the return address. Maybe it doesn't. But <laughs> yeah. still, this is personalized. This is for me. Somebody sent this to me. Yes, there's, there's a little bit of excitement there when you get it. Not a little bit. I mean, for me, a lot. I'm very excited to receive mail. Ashley, I got a letter. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> 
that's exactly what happens. And I yeah. run, I do laps around the house, and I, I have a little pedestal that I put the letter on, and uh, I have a spotlight that, you know. That's where it's in quarantine until it. it's safe to yeah, touch. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> guys, guys, here's the deal. We got to do actually a. Because you know me, I tend to look things up, and I did, and this is this is fascinating, actually. All right, Wait a minute. Are you are you live stewarding this? No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I'm just taught. This is a very, very short little thing. It's three sentences long, but I think it's absolutely phenomenal. But real quick, yeah. This is exciting. This is a first for the archive. I think this is our first ever live steward. <laughs> what? I look things, well, you know, I look things up all the time. Familiar, are you familiar with Saturday Night Live? Yes. <laughs> they, <laughs> so <laughs> they make all those we jokes. Ep- we did an episode on that a couple years back. <laughs> They, and in that episode, we talked about how they make up all those jokes in the moment. Mm-hmm. And Adam, you're essentially doing the Saturday Night Live version of stewarding right now. Sweet. I love improv. Hey, we did an episode on that, too. And, and thanks for committing on that bit with me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the first documented use of an organized courier service for the diffusion of written documents the is diffusion? where you... Th- um, yeah, that's what it says diffusion. Um, where, 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 what do you think? Where do you think this thing started? Egypt. Correct. Egypt, where pharaohs used couriers for the diffusion, says it twice, <laughs> of their decrees in the territory of the state as early as 2400 BCE. Wow. The earliest surviving piece of mail is also Egyptian, dating to 255 BCE. What was in the mail? What was in that message? It was like a, uh, a credit card if... solicitation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like it was like bird, I, Pharaoh. Yeah. Vote for Pharaoh. <laughs> bird, sitting man, read. A sale at Menards. <laughs> uh, junk. <laughs> Adam, do you have that information? Um, uh, the word mail comes from the medieval English word no, no, mail no, no, referring no, no, to no. a traveling pack or bag. Uh, no, that is not... I know, I'm looking, I'm looking. And this is why we don't live steward. <laughs> Look, you keep talking, man. Yeah, yeah. This is exciting. All right. I um, guessed um, Egypt because... I've been playing Assassin's Creed Origins, nice. which is set in Egypt, and they have um, little messages, little like letters that you find all over the place. Mm. Is it set in Egypt, or is it set in the distant future? Ooh. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Let's just change the game. I think it's both. So, you know, we talked about the, the Egypt thing um, way, way back when, but... Uh, yeah. The other sort of like so that was like couriers sending messages, right? The official first yeah. mail system, so to speak, was actually in Persia. Oh, yeah. which Adam knows because he's been playing Prince of Persia. Yeah. <laughs> in, uh, I thought you were going in... to say because he's actually a rug. <laughs> <laughs> 
do you guys have any memories of a piece of mail that you got that made a big impact on you or, or, oh, wow. or mail that you sent? Huh? Oh, I do. I actually have one. Um, when I was 19, uh, um, pepper spray. Um, no, that would have been a few years later. Um, when I was 19, my parents split up and around that same time, blink 182, which if any of you have listened to the deep dive, archive deep dive season one, that's all about blink 182. Um, they had released an album called, uh, take off your pants and jacket. And that had a song on it called Stay Together for the Kids. And it was uh, apparently a, a song that Tom DeLong wrote about his own parents uh, splitting up when he was like 18 or 19. Oh. And so I wrote a letter to Tom DeLong. Say, well, I guess maybe to the whole band, but I was like, you know, this song means so much to me and it, you know, comes at a point in my life where I'm experiencing this. And I remember like writing or thinking about how being that age and your parents splitting up is such an odd experience because you're old enough to to understand what's going on. And, and that, you know, it's not, uh, that, that this is what happens. It's, you know, just a reality that can, can happen, but you're also, still young enough to be like, yeah, but that's my family. You know, my family's breaking apart. Right. And so it was a very strange dichotomy. Is, uh, is the title stay together for the kids like genuine or. Um, yes. I mean, it, it's, well, it's, I think it's, I know it's complicated, but I'm just curious. Yeah. I think it's, it's sort of, it is in the sense of like, that is a, a sort of childish desire, mm-hmm. you know, but also, so uh, the, like it's written from the perspective of, for the kids. Yeah. Well, it's, it, I think it's written more of like, it, it, it definitely lays it out as it, the reality of things. Like it's not, it sort of plays it like these two cannot stay together. You know, it's, it's, it's a bad situation. But there's a, there's also a sense of like, you, you are ruining my life, the child, you know, the child's life, sort of the child crying out like, this is bad for me. And this is, you know, hurting me and sort of, um, I think that's maybe kind of where it, it sits in that realm. But anyway, I wrote a letter, um, and I believe I ended up getting, it came back to me like it didn't make it to its destination. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I think I wrote to what, to an address I had at the time that was for like, you know, fan mail maybe. Yeah. Uh, but maybe that address was defunct by the Two, time I tried to use it. Blink-182, one Santa Way, North Pole. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody write a letter to Santa Claus? Do you ever? Yeah, no, probably. I'm, yeah. Remember, I was told Santa wasn't real. I had no Santa Claus growing up. Yeah. Huh. 
Did you write a letter to the like Easter that. Bunny? Um, also not real. Didn't have that grown up either. What? Jesus? No, he was very real. Did you write a letter Did to him? Did you write letters? Um, no. <laughs> um, along the lines of my I don't told you guys letters. the story. I'm sure I mentioned it before. Tell us again. About I didn't writing have a letter Santa, to I Jesus? Didn't have, no, I didn't have Santa. <laughs> I didn't have Santa or Easter Bunny or any of that kind of stuff growing up because I was told um, not real. Like, just from the from, from the get-go. Get how so? How do you feel about? I'm sorry, I'm getting deep on everybody. That's all right. Yeah, jeez, <laughs> Nick. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Because that's something you know. I don't have kids. I but... have no other frame of reference. You know. Yeah. So. Because I... there was a point where I was like, if I had kids, I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> fool them with that bullshit. <laughs> you know what, Nick? My, yeah. my, I have a cousin who. Uh, a few years ago said like almost that exact sentence. Oh, sure. She, she, we were at a family reunion and she was with her then boyfriend who they were going to be together forever. And they, they are not anymore. But, um, mm. she was, we were, t- this was Christmas time and they were saying how we're not going to ever lie to our kids. Yeah. And so we will not perpetrate the myth of Santa Claus. Or per- perpetuate, perpetuate, perpetrate. Yeah. It is a perpetration of, of sorts to lie yeah. to your child, but um, I mean, I lie to Lily all the time. So, <laughs> well, you never made that I'm, statement. <laughs> I never made that statement, yeah. and I, and I myself am a lie. Um, <laughs> and so, if I were to <laughs> try and not like, lie to my child, there's a lot child, of lies in the archive tonight. There are there are many many lies. I'm lie down. So, so Adam, yes. as a father. Did you do the Easter Bunny and Hell yeah. Santa Claus? No? Yeah, I did it. Of course I did. Oh, okay. I Were you the it... type of kid that would go around to other kids who did believe in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and be <laughs> like, nope, no such thing? I did not. Yeah. I felt like I was missing out on something. I felt like I was. So did... I felt like I was. I was being left out of the joke or the you know the the what was going on. I didn't get it. So wait, but did you did you, did you believe wait. them? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Did did you question? The reality, I, uh, not so much the Easter Bunny for whatever reason, but for Santa Claus, I think I, I, I vaguely remember I did because I know there was a time where I believed. I distinctly remember remembering that, even though. I was so you thought told, your parents were lying to you I by telling I the truth. You thought your parents were lying to he you. He was. Adam the whole world is guys. My childhood. Come on, you know, we've already talked about this a little bit. I kind of assorted. My whole childhood was yeah. goofed up. So. You know. <laughs> I, I I did not mean to make light of your no, childhood, Adam, but you were effectively gaslighted by every other child <laughs> around you. Amazing. <laughs> With this Santa Claus yeah. Easter Bunny yeah. thing. That's hilarious. Let's leave it that way. Yeah. Um did did you guys did any of you guys write letters to any celebrities or famous uh people or fictional characters? <laughs> <laughs> when I say fictional character, I mean Tom DeLonge, of course. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, I didn't personally write any, but uh, Aiden did once, my eldest, um, when he was probably, I don't know, I want to say seven or eight, maybe nine years old. Um, he was really getting into, is when he started playing uh, viola, and he was really getting into like stringed in- instruments. And he got really into this guy who would play these absolutely crazy, amazing um, guitar solos. And he's like, Dad, who is this? And I said, that's a guy named Slash. 
<laughs> I literally was about to make the a joke, and it was Slash. And uh, Aiden wrote a letter to Slash, um, being like, "I love your music. I want to be a guitar player when I grow up," or something, something along the lines of that. And uh, Adam said, "He doesn't really exist." Right. So he threw the letter in the trash. <laughs> Time to learn a life lesson. There's no Slash. <laughs> Did Slash write back? No, because we didn't have any, any. We we put it in an envelope, put it in, in the mail, but we was like dressed like Slash C O. Um, you know, it, there was there was there was no put a real. Slash. <laughs> we had no address to put it in, but yeah. our senators. So. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm I'm remembering now that I also wrote a letter, and I think I discussed this in a previous, maybe more than one previous episodes. I wrote a letter to. Um, Marvel Comics to be published. Oh, yes. That did get it did published. Get published. Yes. I remember this. In uh, an issue of X Men 2099. <laughs> Classic. Uh, and I wrote, you know, how much I liked the comic. And there was a particular character called Metalhead who I had really liked. We'll put in the show notes. And and had uh, disappeared at one point, like in the in the storyline. And I had written, when is, you know, is Metalhead coming back? When are we going to see him again? And I'm pretty, pretty sure they chose my letter only so that they could tease. They're like, oh, I think you should keep an eye out. I think you'll be seeing Metalhead. You should Metalhead keep buying our soon. comics and maybe someday he might yeah. come back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> but that was a pretty exciting moment to see that I had gotten published. Heck yeah. I don't have the issue, I don't think. No. I'd ha- I might. I'd have to. I but I. All my comics are currently in the basement in bins, very unsafely. Uh, yeah, boy. None of them are worth anything, so it's fine. <laughs> Dude, they made a metalhead action figure. You should get that thing. I know. I'm well aware. It? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, write a letter to Marvel Comics, and maybe they'll yeah. send you one. <laughs> Well, keep reading, Drew. Maybe we'll send you one. <laughs> yes. Good to see you again. I uh, I also wrote a letter to a Here publication uh, when there was a, a magazine in the fifties that was really uh, popular called Famous <laughs> Famous Monsters of Filmland. <laughs> Please tell me you wrote a 50s? letter to a magazine that didn't exist while you were alive. <laughs> That's the most John thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I wish. I really wish I could claim that. But they they restarted the magazine in like oh, the okay. early nineties. And uh <laughs> so I and that was like the subject of my letter. I was like so excited to see that it was it was back because like by that time I, I knew about the old magazine, but I would see it at like comic book shows and they were always like super expensive. Like the Glad old you're back. original. You were issues. gone, ooh, hell of a thing. Uh, yeah, so I was like, well, this is great. Now there's there's a new magazine. I can actually afford to buy it and read it and everything. And uh, I, they never they never acknowledged that they got my letter, um, d- like, directly to me. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, we're, we're laughing because <laughs> a, a cat just Some appeared in blackout the view screen. <laughs> um I didn't get any kind of direct acknowledgement that the letter had been received or anything. And then uh, I used to, on the weekends, I would uh, annoy my parents until they would take me to the bookstore. And 
on this one particular day, uh, my dad uh, acquiesced, and we we went to the B. Dalton uh, bookstore <laughs> at uh, Hampton Village. Um, oh, uh, oh, not the mall. R.I.P. Yeah, uh, and I picked up. We mean R.I.P. That that store is no longer there. Oh, okay. Hampton Villages. Hampton Villages. Yeah. But uh, so, and they, the, there was a new issue of Famous Monsters of Filmland, and so I got it. And we're in the car on the way home, and my dad says, "What did you get?" And I, so I pulled out the magazine, and he's like, "Oh, good, more of that horror crap." <laughs> and I, <laughs> and I flip open to the letters, and there is my letter and my photo in the in the magazine. Wow! And I said, "I'm in this horror crap." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's excellent. Yeah. When when Drew asked, did you ever like send? Do you have a memory of a? Or Nick, you asked if there was if you had a memory of a piece of mail that you sent. And right. like at first, I didn't have a memory of a piece of mail that I sent, but I had a very like immediate reaction, <laughs> and uh, remembering a piece of mail that I didn't send, but I always wanted to, and it was oh. for um, there was like a catalog that used to be advertised on Nickelodeon. And it was like in the fifties. <laughs> <laughs> it was like uh, it, it, the commercials always had. It, it, I, I guess it was a catalog of like experiences or, or things, that, other things that you could mail away for. And the commercial would always have like shots of like a kid who uh, had a rocket ship, and he would be like, "Oh, I mailed away for this build your own rocket ship kit and uh, stuff like that." Sorry, I lost my eye. Was the catalog made by Nickelodeon? It was not. It was like a. It was a catalog advertised. Advertised on Nickelodeon, on Nickelodeon okay. yeah, and it was definitely directed at kids. But I, I only remember that you had to send like a self-addressed stamped envelope to some address in Pueblo, Colorado. I don't remember <laughs> the address, and I don't remember what the name of the catalog was. But I, I distinctly recall being like, "I've got to send away to Pueblo, Colorado, so I can yeah. get this catalog." But I never did it. Oh no! Just the phrase "self-addressed stamp envelope" yeah is nostalgic. There yeah. it is. There yeah. it is. Uh, faces, if you're listening, self-addressed stamped envelope. Yeah, good yeah. one. Oh, he has to post that in the comments. Yes, and tell us your story about and self-addressed <laughs> stamped envelope, and send us a self-addressed yes stamped envelope. You see, what maybe you'll... slash care of the archive. Yeah. <laughs> Two One slash. Santa way. Uh, John, I have a similar, uh, not as uh, in-depth story, but I had a, I had cut out of, it had to be like a cereal box or something, a cardboard, uh, obviously cardboard, but it was to join the Energizer Bunny fan club. Ooh. And man... I used to like. This is the most Adam thing we've ever heard. I used to like collect like stickers of him and like like if he was in magazines, I like cut out the stuff and I wouldn't like put them anywhere. All the baseball so like, cards. Yeah. Adam, I, I was I was on in the Mr. Yuck fan club. Nice I had stickers of Mr. Yuck everywhere. That was just your parents trying to tell you not to drink things, but I understand. Oh. Yeah. Um, but for years, I'd find that postcard and be like, I got to put a stamp on this thing and mail it out. Oh no. And I never did. Wait, you never mailed? Never. It? So you're not a, a member. It's now defunct. Officially. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. That's incredible. I love um, that you ca- you hung on to it, but you didn't mail it. 
It's a very me thing to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I have like ten things that I've been holding on to for ten things you hate about me. <laughs> uh, yes, ten things he hates I, about I mail. Was, I was writing a movie about it, but <laughs> I haven't done it yet. Um, but no, I, I actually have a bunch of things that I intended to mail going back 10 years, probably, mm-hmm. that I still like will come across and think about it again and mm-hmm. make a new plan, uh, but I haven't done it yet. Um, I probably have a half dozen letters to girls that I wrote and never actually sent. That was going to be a question I asked is if you guys had any um, sort of back and forth missives with uh, uh, potential love interests or anything like that. I was absolutely horrid at writing back. Like I would almost get in sense that people wouldn't write me, but then I would never get around to writing anybody back. (laughs) Um, And I still have a box downstairs with probably almost every letter I've ever been sent. Huh. Handwritten. I um in in the late nineties, um as as many of us did, I I, I would hang out in AOL chat rooms. Ooh, here we go. Um what was your screen name? And there were, You've got mail. Um at the time it was probably AJC Blink one eighty two. But now it's AJC Blink 183. <laughs> <laughs> now it's AJC Angels and Airwaves. <laughs> no, um, but I was in a punk rock AOL chat room. Uh, what did they call them? They didn't call them. Did they call them just chat rooms? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I of course, immediately got a lot of flack for my screen name. Um, and there was this one. Uh, person on there whose screen name was like crazy girl k-r-a-z-y-g-r-r-l and you were like crazy girl asl question mark evocative and there were i think the asl prompt had already been sent out and everyone had answered it um she probably had a, a number behind that uh crazy girl as well but she sent me a private message and saying, "Hey, you know, those guys are all giving you a bunch of crap, and that that's lame. You you know, you should like whatever band you like." And she was like, "I really loved Blink's early stuff, and so we started talking about Blink One Eighty Two, and then she oh, was no. like, was this a forty-five-year-old man?'" <laughs> I guess I never found out. Good, but she uh, she ended up. She was like, "We should write." letters to each other she's like i'll write you a letter and you write back and so we exchanged probably four or five letters um over the course of a you know a few weeks or months and she wrote on it was like colored paper and she wrote with like uh you know gel pens and stuff fancy um and you know at the at the time i was like uh my paper isn't fancy enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do I propose to someone? I just, it's <laughs> I was, I was a very sad sack at this point in my life, and and was uh, perpetually lonely for myriad reasons, most of them my own. Um, 
but I was like, this is, could be my girlfriend, you know? And like, yeah. Oh my gosh. And yeah, yeah. She lives in a different state and all this stuff, but where she live? but um, all my friends, girlfriends live in different countries. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember where she lived Adam. Um, it wasn't anywhere nearby. I do know that. And, uh, eventually we just sort of stopped exchanging letters. Um, it, it, it eventually became clear to me that she was pretty religious mm. and, you know, not nothing against that necessarily, but I wasn't. So, and you weren't going to raise your children. Telling and them I had, about yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, had already, <laughs> I already p- pledged that I would, uh, never tell my children the truth. And so, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, that was, that was, uh, uh, probably my biggest like you know exchange of of real mail with someone on a consistent basis that's great i had a a male crush Ooh, a male crush (laughs) (laughs) i knew it go on um when i was around 10 i went to visit my grandparents in arizona and um my brother and i were there and hung out with this group that were probably around like 15 or 16 like closer to my older brother's age and there were two girls in the group sylvia and hazel that uh i ended up writing to for the next year or two um both of them both of them yeah Um, you sly dog well no i was uh jay giving you (laughs) advice (laughs) yeah you got to move in. Go in for the kill. Um, Send a letter to both of them. Uh, but I remember, like, I had a crush on Hazel, who I think my brother might have had Married? a thing with. I don't know. <laughs> um, either way, they were both older than me and out of my range. But Hazel was British, and I think that weighed heavily on my crush on her mm-hmm. um but sylvia wrote me back multiple times and i wrote her back too and i remember the kind of like shifting from oh now you're my crush because you're actually writing me um, <laughs> <laughs> but of course neither of them went anywhere but that was the what only a, experience. What a boon to her, huh? <laughs> now you're my crush. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the only time I had a actual pen pal that I exchanged more than one letter with. I feel like I had a bunch. Uh, oh, over wow. time, a bunch. But they were all. Um, they all like drew they all sort of started as chat room or bulletin board people mm. man um, i just want to for phone numbers you guys are doing well how else yeah how else would they start right like yeah it, at least uh, if, it, if it was unless it was someone you knew in person in which I mean, case it might yeah, feel strange in real life yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I, I, I there was one that I didn't meet online. <laughs> he looks so smug. When <laughs> I am smug. You guys are losers. Okay. <laughs> On your computers, typing out your messages. And, uh, and I, I had a real girlfriend. Two of them. And, 
Again, I would <laughs> and just... I still be announcing today who my latest crush is. <laughs> Adam, you never wrote any letters to people. I'm telling you, I was real bad about it. Like, it's it's uh, you know, yet again, like embarrassing. Like, you know, I'm trying to think. I I, I had to at some point, but. Like, I lived in France for a very brief amount of time, and there was a girl there that uh, I was crushing on pretty good, um, and the feeling was mutual. She just made out with a Spaniard a couple weeks earlier, so she didn't <laughs> want to do anything physical, which, which is understandable. Yeah, Spaniards are hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but a French girl named Bernadette, and uh, we uh, got along swimmingly. Um, and then when I got back to the States, she wrote me, and... You know, I wrote. I started writing a letter to her, and then I got another letter from her, and I continued my letter, and I got a third letter from her, and I didn't finish the letter, and then never heard oh from gosh. her again. Oh. Until. Oh. Um, today. About two years ago. <laughs> he holds up an envelope. <laughs> uh, about two years ago, I found her on Facebook. Wow. Oh. And I said, "Hey, hi." And she was. What's your address? <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> I thought you might transcribe the letter that you had written. No, I oh, think yeah. I did. I think I apologized. I'm like, hey, sorry I never wrote back. I was kind of a dumb teenager and didn't think anything. Sorry about, it. about like... ruining Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny for you. Uh, it's yeah. Papa Noel in France, all right? Jesus. Uh-huh. Did um, Noel. did she respond? Yeah, she was very like. It's fine. It was 20 years ago. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's a um, response. A few years ago, actually, I've done this twice. So I have, um, I have three nephews and one niece. And because I loved getting mail so much as a kid, I thought I should write them letters because uh, it always made me super excited to get actual mail. Yeah. Um, and so I did it when my my oldest nephew and my niece were how old were they? They were they were still pretty young. They were probably um, twenty five. Probably 26. I, I want to say they were older than <laughs> older than ten, uh, but not much. Twenty five so, old. Oh. Every month I would write both of them a letter. Every month. Every month. I don't know how you people do this. That's impressive. And it was, it was actually, it was, it was very, I had to really like, okay, sit down and write the letter. Cause I wanted to, you know, commit to this. Right. And, um, I would send them like drawings with the letter or I would, um, sometimes like do little, like give them not assignments, but like challenges. Cause I, I was hoping they would write me back and I would always, you know, I'd say, I hope you write me back. You don't have to, because I yeah. didn't want to give them homework, you right. know. Um, Do but encourage that. Yeah. Um, but they they did. My my nephew, I know my nephew Josh wrote back, I think, every single time. Josh of Archive fame? Um, Josh of Archive Former fame. Archive uh, adolescent correspondent. Yeah. Um, and I believe Becca, I think Becca wrote back each time as well. Um and uh, they, oh, I've lost my train of thought. I, I, I decided I was going to do it for a year, basically. 
and I did it for a full year. Um, and then kind of was like, okay, this is the last letter. I hope you've enjoyed it. And Thank that was guys. kind of, <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of it. And I, I still have like the letters they sent me, uh, packed away somewhere. And then my two younger nephews who are twins, once they got to around the, that same age, I thought I'm going to do this for them. And that sort of, that was a couple of years ago. Cause it, it, it started doing it. Um, I guess I started doing it in 2016 and, and the year I was again, like, I'm going to do this for a year. And towards the end of 2017 is when Lily was born. And so like, I really had to commit to, to sending them mm. the letter each month. And I think I actually fell short by one month, um, for the full year to send them, a letter uh, each time. But that one was especially challenging because I didn't want to write them the same letter, you know? Oh, yeah. So you were yeah. writing two, two separate. Yeah, letters. and with with Josh and Becca, I could, I could kind of... I didn't write them the same letter either, but I could at least discuss the same things and not worry like, oh, what if they, you know, share the letters and they're like, oh, he's just writing us about the same stuff. But with Magnus and Douglas, they're twins. They, you know, obviously they live together. And so I didn't want them to feel like I was just, you know, it was like a form letter to both of them. So that was even more challenging to like, you know, keep those distinct from each other. That's pretty remarkable. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. That felt like a good, good uncle uh, effort on my part. Yeah falling short in many other ways but well a couple years from now when they do their own podcast on the mail they will uh i'm sure they'll recount that yeah my dumb uncle sent me these (laughs) junk (laughs) and he missed a month and i hate him (laughs) i'll never forget my twin i guess i said the same letter twice i don't know why he did man (laughs) and what a waste of time Um, have any of you, I, this is kind of within the realm of this. Did, have any of you belong to fan clubs that would have sent out, you know, I, newsletters or anything? I currently do. Oh, yes. I am part of the, the energizer uh, bunny. <laughs> no, that, that ship sailed. Um, the archive. <laughs> um, and actually this was going to be my, did I ever receive a letter? I was super excited about, um, so I, you may or may not know this, but I'm a pretty big fan of the band. They might be giants. I've mentioned it in passing. And not not aware of that. No, yeah, that's the right. Who? <laughs> this is a band. Okay. Um, I am a member <laughs> of their uh, what's called their instant fan club, um, and their whole thing uh, is the part of the instant fan club is to say, if somebody questions you about it, you say, I'm not sure what you mean. You must be thinking of some other band. Can you can you say that again? I sure can. In the instant fan club, uh, part of the—I'm uh, kind of breaking the rules right now—but they say if you're asked about it, you're supposed to say, "I don't know what you mean. You must be thinking of some other band." Okay. Well, we haven't asked you about it, so. Right. You're Fair fine. enough. So I've been trying to get John Linnell. He's the uh, accordion slash keyboard player. His autograph for years. I mean, probably almost 20 years. Um, are you? Can are you an autograph person, or is this just? A weird thing. That I'd you're gotten like... every other person in the band's autograph except for him. Okay, cool. So this was like a, a complete a completionist sort yeah. of thing. Um, 
and I got uh, a letter in the mail around the holidays, and it was, I opened it up, and it said, Merry Christmas from the Ruby Giants, and it was, they had signed it, both of them. And I was like, oh my gosh, finally! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and then within a calendar year, I finally actually did get his actual autograph in person. Hey, so, nice. Yes. But uh, yeah, I am currently part of, still part of the uh, uh, They Have a Giants Instant Fan Club. Um, I get secret uh, recordings and all kinds of nifty goodies that uh, the general populace do not have access to. Mm-hmm. And it's great. I pay uh, money every year to be part of it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's that's I don't think that's out of the ordinary, right? No, I think to, be, that's pretty common. to pay no. dues. Good. Um I I my I was not I guess technically not a member, but my dad um was a member of the MST3K fan Ooh, club. Nice. Back in the day cuz he he wrote into the info club to get the the daily or the monthly newsletter from them. Um, and then more recently, uh, when they did the Kickstarter to bring it back, I became, you know, a, a, a member of that fan club by virtue of the fact that I backed the Kickstarter. Me too. But, uh, that first, you know, back when, when the show was on Comedy Central and then Sci-Fi, uh, that was, that, if it was felt very grassroots cause it was just, you know, a printout on like again colored paper this is i guess a theme in my life um each month you know about just various mst3k related things the end that's that's it that's all i have to say <laughs> Put about it in the it. archive yeah just staring at me <laughs> it, it, it did seem I, like I, you were to continue on, so I think we're yeah, all kind of oh, waiting. I'm sorry, no, that was it. There's nothing more to that. It's it's a very boring like, story. Yes, and <laughs> and then I ne- could never get Tom Servo's autograph, and ah. then I did. Um, I I will continue off that if I can. Uh, go... You cannot. All right, John. <laughs> I was in the Nick Main uh, fan society for a little That's while. That's what I was going to but... talk about. <laughs> I loved your letters. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry I never responded. <laughs> but... I loved your letters. <laughs> Nick, what were you going to say? Um, well, to go back way to the beginning when we were talking about Drew writing into Marvel. Arcades? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, my My fanboy mail thing was uh, the Max comic that... Nice! Yeah. Uh, was coming out when I was 13 or 14. When we were, but go on, go on. When we were, yeah. And um, and I wrote... <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I obsessed about that comic that hit me in a spot where I was just like, this is the coolest thing ever, and it, you know, you guys know when Image came out, uh, when we were at that age, it was a big deal, and for some reason, the Max spoke to me, and yeah. I, uh, I ended up getting three things in the letters column, kind of thing. Wow! I don't want to brag. <laughs> three but... things <laughs> were they letters? Well, I, I'm trying to remember them because I, 
I can only remember two, but the first uh, two were letters. The third one was a cease and desist, but you know, <laughs> it's three total. Excellent, I like that. Um, no, I I sent Sam Keith, the creator of it, a refrigerator magnet that I made out of clay in art class. <laughs> nice, and and there was some sort of response to that. And then was it, what was the magnet? What it it was a, a, a the Max face. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, and, uh, and then there was another one that was kind of like a meta joke where he had said something about, I don't, I don't even remember, but he said something about toast and I said that nobody had copyrighted toast yet and implied that I was going to, you know, capitalize on that, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't remember what the third one was, but... Uh, but yeah, just just getting those comics and going because they they had the letters page, and then they had like a um, kind of like a fake classified section. I think that's where the mm-hmm. the toast comment went in. Um, but having my little stupid shit appear in there <laughs> was the most satisfying thing in the world oh, at yeah. that age. You know, yeah, uh, knowing that that he had gotten it and read it. Mm-hmm. It was magic. Yeah. Yeah. That's I incredible. I, I used to read those all the time and I did, I never even thought to write in, I guess I assumed it like you had to like know somebody or be somebody to have stuff put in the comics. So I just never even bothered. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird when you're that young, having that kind of feeling where not understanding same thing with TV where it's just like, nobody knows how these people get on television. Right, right. right. It's just magic. They know yeah. people. They were born into it or something. Right. Um, Looking to you, Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Is she in here? <laughs> She's very quiet. Mail uh, um, today. Oh, daily today's mail. Yeah, how do you guys feel when you get the mail? The daily mail. The daily, the daily mail. mail. Um, I I'm never expect anything good in the mail these yeah. days. Yeah. Like not to say that I expect anything bad, but it's just sort of like neutral. Rarely is is it a positive like, oh, you know, a letter. There are or... no surprises or there are a few surprises in the mail. Right. Whereas I feel like that in, in in the past, you could get surprises in the mail. Yeah, I still get surprises every once in a while. Uh, it, and that yeah. being said, sort of like my mother in law uh, writes me uh, a sends me a birthday card uh, every year on, on, on my birthday. So, and she just lives over in Creve Corps, so it's not like it's like super far away. But so it's not really a surprise because it happens every surprise. year. It's still, but, you know but the, what day? That is being happening. said. <laughs> It still surprises me, if that makes sense. I get so okay, I get so sure. infrequent personal mail. Every time I get it, I'm like, oh, right, here's my annual letter from yeah. my mother-in-law. Good night, yeah. Kelly's mom. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's always a pleasant surprise. And I mean, I'm yeah. being genuine. Like It's always like, oh, right, oh, shoot, that's sweet. Yeah. Nick, she mentions you often. I forgot to mention it too, but she, she mentions you in the letters also. Good. Cause, cause Thank you. Mail. Yeah. <laughs> Why have you never told me about it? I just keep forgetting. I would have been excited about it. You probably would have written her back and I'd feel bad about it, so. Yeah. 
I have I'm trying to think of the last like you know mail from a person that I got in the, in the re- actual mail. as in a personal mail. Yeah. yeah, nothing's coming to mind. Other than like probably cards, one of my like niece or nephews invitations or thank you cards or oh, Christmas you know, cards. Does that, Christmas that count? Cards. Yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. But I, I like it's been so long since there was just like a random thing that right. showed up without that wasn't part of like a, a a seasonal thing or you know something else yeah. that wasn't that wasn't part of something else you know someone sends you a dear john lodge what you're trying to say yeah <laughs> i i have one friend in hong kong that travels a lot and she'll send me a postcard once or twice a year and oh, that's, that's cool yeah that that is my one thing and the angie i should say uh when, when we were going through our courting fa- phase, um, <laughs> y'all, y'all ham bone. <laughs> when Angie, she was your crush. Angie sent me when she was my crush. She still is. Oh. Um, next to Hazel. But, uh, <laughs> no, she she sent me, and I still have like maybe thirty or forty postcards from her. Wow, and. We lived wow. a couple miles apart, but she would just send me one every couple of days for a period, you know? That's so That's sweet. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was great. Um, those days are gone. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Now she's just nestled in your Jinko pants. <laughs> <laughs> a little hammock down there. Yeah, y'all yeah. hammock. Y'all hammock. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I I did really appreciate those, and and that, you know, her and my friend Euphenia, like <clears throat> that kind of thing, makes me feel terrible about myself because yeah. these are people who do this little thing. To write a postcard, it's a little snippet to send out in the mail, and and I think we're all talking about this, where it's just like, when you get that, that makes you feel special. Yeah. And it's so much better than, um, hey, I saw it was your birthday on Facebook. Happy birthday, goodbye. I'll I'll talk to you next year. Right. Yeah. You know. Adam's writing a letter right now. Oh. Um. Yeah, it's it's extremely it, it feels very personal and very thoughtful and you know like I think what it is it's like you you know that that person took time yeah specifically for you mm-hmm. you know to to dedicated their thoughts toward you for a concerted amount of time and that's you know it's 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 feels like so much more of an effort to handwrite <clears throat> you know, a letter than it does to write an email or, or something like that. There, there's something more precious about it. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, it's very, it's very heartwarming. Yeah. Well, well, it's about that time. Put it in an envelope. Yeah, that, mail it into the hour. Hey, if, 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 exactly if they right. want to send us a, a digital email, how would they go about doing that? A digital email could be sent to thehourchive at gmail.com. No one checks it. 
I think I get I it gets copied to my uh, my other address, which is <coughs> Nick Main at. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, what about other uh, ways to reach us? Um, well, you can go into the comments on thearchive.com, or you can find us at any various social uh, post post boxes such as Instagram and Twitter. You can send us a message on those platforms um, or send a self-addressed stamped envelope to one Santa way (laughs) North pole (laughs) care of the archive. Santa will get that message to us. No doubt. He and the Easter bunny up there. Yeah. A lot of letters to read. Those are tried and true. Uh, So let's, let's put a stamp on this this one and put it in the archive.